Welcome to the Diary of a Sales Expert podcast. My name's James White, and I'm on a mission to help business owners and sales professionals all over the world get incredible sales results. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. So this week's episode is all going to be about building a successful sales machine that can scale and that can help you grow as a business. And it's one of the big passions that I have in working with lots of business owners and helping them grow and, and, and achieve results. But it's also one of the frustrations I have because, unfortunately, in some cases, and I had this uh, occur a couple of weeks ago where a client, even though we were ahead of target and ahead of results, decided that they didn't want to carry on with my services. And I was a bit stunned. I was like, wow. And it's it's sad, really, because we've been helping them build this machine. But as I will talk about at the final part of um, this podcast, if you build all the things I'm going to talk about, but then don't do this one thing, then you're going to fail. And unfortunately, I'm sad to think that's what I think this organization is going to do because they, they're getting that one bit wrong. But what do I mean by building a sales machine that scales? So let's say you're a business and you've grown and you've gr- developed up what you're doing and you're literally, you've added maybe one salesperson to your team or to, you know a couple of salespeople to your team. And now you're seeing the opportunities are there. You're really keen to grow your business. So you say, right, actually, I want to I want to add more people. I want to add three and four and ten people to my team. And what happens in those situations is, uh, if you're not careful, you can absolutely get a complete and utter um, ship, you know, ship pit really, and 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 a, and a horror show because there's all these different things going off at different directions. One or two people is easy to manage, but when you start in three and four and six and eight people, you get this beast being created. And so, if this, if you're a business owner or a sales leader that are trying to create that scenario right now, I'm going to share with you some things that I think are really critical elements to put in place to to make that machine that will scale and will grow so that you can get where you want to and to achieve the success you want. Because if you're going to invest in people and you're going to invest, you know, if you're going to add four, five, six people to your team, that's going to cost thousands of pounds or dollars. And we want to be in a position where we are wasting that money. So the first thing I say to people around that, that those elements is, is to make sure you've got some consistent frameworks to success. One of the major things when I talk to new people about bringing people on board in, into a company, and now, by the way, I have a video series on how to hire a salesperson, is I'll say to people, where's the success being done? Success leaves clues. So new, good, good, savvy salespeople will say when they're going into a sales job, show me who's been successful in the route that's taken so far. How have they achieved success? What? type of things did they do to achieve that success? And what that is, is pretty much the basic template or framework for a successful sales engagement. So one of the things you want to do is to put that in place. A lot of the time, you know, salespeople will come into roles and the owner or the business leader will say, oh, well, I'll tell you what, um, yeah, we just want you to do that over there and just go and bring a few people. Or They have no planning, they have no preparations, no framework, they have no playbook. So one of the things that my company, if you're watching this, my company, Small Business Sales Academy, you know, we help organizations and, and are, you know, through creating what we call sales playbooks that are, that, are, that are guides for that team to follow when new people come on board that says, here's how we've achieved sales success. We know what we did. We know the questions that we asked. We know the process that we followed. We know the way in which it was achieved the results. And we got better at doing that. And by the way, here's how we did it. So when that new person comes on board and you add these two or three people on board to the team, then they've got a framework to work with. And the, the framework should, you know, have templates and examples of things they can do to engage at the top of the funnel. 
and how they can then share examples for people that are at the next stage in the funnel or maybe show case studies or testimonials at the at the bottom end of the funnel. So you should have these materials ready for that person to use to engage and get the results that they want. But what it should also do is it should also make sure it's aligning with how you deliver your service. There's no point in the salesperson coming up and creating their own way of doing business that might be a trial or a sample product or a meeting when that's not how you've worked. And you have to create that framework so that when they join your company, or when you bring three or four people in, here's how we do business at XYZ company. This is what we do. This is how we go and deliver these results. And by the way, here's how it's been successful in the past. Here's how Sally did it over here and the results she got. And Sally's smiling because she got commissioned as a result of that. Most salespeople go, okay, I want to follow that model. And by the way, if you are listening to this and you're thinking how a successful franchises operate, they operate through exactly the same model. The franchisor will outline, this is what you do to go and get business and to be successful. And do you know the only person I've ever known that's failed in a, in a franchise? And he's a guy that had a Subway franchise a number of years ago and he failed because guess what? He thought he knew better. He thought he'd go and do his own way of doing things rather than following the system. Franchises are the same as frameworks. You give people the structure to follow and then you make sure they follow that process. So give people the, the framework, give people the playbooks, give people the resources on what they need to do. And then linking that into sort of the process part of that, the next phase of that, is make sure that things are documented. When they get a sale, what should happen? What should, when do sales take over from marketing? When is the time in the process for them to send an invoice to someone? What part of the process do they involve a manager or someone else for a different decision? What happens if this, the customer asks for a discount or longer payment terms or have legal issues? Your processes and ways of working are critical. And again, one of the things that we do with businesses is we make sure that's documented and put in place. So if you've got these frameworks and elements there, so when a salesperson says, okay, well, what happens in this scenario? We go, great, no worries at all. We've seen that before. Here's what to do. That doesn't mean to say they stick forever and we don't change them. We have to evolve them, of course, but we've created something ready for us to use rather than the salesperson going, oh, I don't know what, I'll do what I want. And then when one person does what they want, before you know, the other person says, oh, I can do what I want. And before you know, you get this whole mess of situations caused with people doing different things over there at different points in time. Now, again, salespeople will actually say, well, I'm doing what I need to do to get the results, which is fine. And I agree totally that salespeople are about getting results. But what we should be doing is using that basis of success to start with and then say, how can we improve? How can we develop? How can we work on those processes or elements and bring the team together in a sales situation? We'll talk at the end about one of the key factors to to drive that scale, but bring them together. What can we do differently? What's not working? You know, what's changed? How's the market changed? How can we evolve what we're doing to make it a better success? So definitely start looking at your processes. Definitely start looking at the, the, the playbooks and the processes and ways of operating. Write down 10 to 15, you get a bit of powder paper, write down 20 things that go on when you were selling your service, what had to happen. And you could do it because you were the owner or the leader but someone's coming into your business that doesn't know how are they or what are they going to follow. That's where sales structure comes into place that's critical for you to scale and get that sales machine in place that you want. So a couple of other things to mention around this before we finish. The third thing around, or the second thing around this is systems. So I'm a massive believer in CRM systems um, and salespeople generally hate them. I, I owned a CRM system for a number of years. It was my first business. Lots of successes, lots of failures. Um, an experience, incredible experience, which I'm always happy to share. More. I've built a software company and know what it's like. 
But one of the things around systems is that they give us that structure and to work with. And when I've gone and worked with clients, I've always been really clear. And by the way, one of my biggest success stories, a client in London, the city, um, their sales team use their CRM system every single day without a shadow of a doubt. And why? Because we put some rules into the system that said, if you're going to do this, this, and this, yeah, and you're going to get commission, you have to have records in the system that are updated. We made it part of their job description. And why is that important? Because salespeople work obviously individually on deals, but they do on behalf of your company. And if you haven't got a system that indicates what they've been doing, when and how, well, suddenly you're going to be in a position where you might they might be being a bit lazy and not doing the work they should be doing. Or you might be in a position where they are taking information and, and using it elsewhere, and all that information, that intellectual property is going into someone's other place rather than into the system that you should own and manage. Or it may well be that that person decides to leave your company and the deal, the opportunity they'd be working on, just gets lost. But if you have disciplines and structures and being rules being put in place, and again, the rule we put in place is no commission is paid without certain information being in the CRM system, salespeople will quickly learn that, actually, if I've got to make sure it's in the system, then I'll do it and they'll get used to learning to, to put it in place. Now, putting CRM systems in place and using them is a totally different thing. Lots to think about there. I've got videos on my YouTube channel. I can talk all day and help you around how to put the right system in place and what to do and how it will work. But the key thing is have a system in place that you can use. Start to use some of the key things in there. Start to measure the elements around that. Dashboards to be able to monitor pipeline. So who's actually bringing business in between now and the end of the month or the end of the quarter. Stages in the process, where are people at? Maybe some lead scoring if you've linked it so that you've linked it to your email marketing system so that you can send out emails and see who's opening that data. The key thing is your system is a structure for that. And as you get bigger and you add more and more people, so you'll bring sales management in. And the first part of sales management is to start looking at seeing who's doing what, what's happening, what activities have taken place. Well, I go into a company for the first time, I generally look and say, okay, show me a bit more about, you know, and they say to me, oh, James, we're not getting results in this area. We're not getting success here. My first reaction is to say, okay, great. Show me the, you know, let's say we've done 50 deals this month and we've only converted two. Okay, show me the record. Show me the information of the other 48 deals that we've lost. What happened? Oh, we don't have any CRM, CRM records for that. We don't know where they are. I'm like, uh, well, there's our first problem. We have to get people doing it. I guarantee you salespeople will hate it. No one ever likes it. It's because it's a bit of accountability. Most salespeople don't like that. But for you as a business, if you really want to scale and get that success, it's critical to use a system that can work. And my, my advice would be, be simple. I'll put a link to a CRM system that I use in the podcast, um, but just make it, don't overcomplicate it. Get the basics in place. Do it on a simple basis of asking them to do one or two or three things initially and build it up from there. But like I said, this, the client having the city, their CRM, their, their sales team will, will open up Salesforce, their CRM system, literally every day. And it's going to help them. It's helped them scale and grow. So use your system, use your technology, make it a pivotal part of what you do but make sure you bring some expertise in to help you set that up and get it working in the right way. And then the final element really around, you know, being in a position to, to scale is, is leadership to manage and to mentor and to inspire. I, I think that the job of you as a leader, if you're listening to this podcast and listening, thinking, how am I the sort of person that's going to do this? It's your job to, to, to lead those people and to help them and to, to encourage them to be successful. If you've been the person that's been, I was at an event last night when I was listening to a to a guy who is a commercial director at a large sports organization. And he grew up as a salesperson. He was telling me, I go in and work with my sales teams to make sure I help them understand. And he was talking about a situation where he did some role play the day before with one of his team. 
I thought, brilliant. What a great example of someone leading from the front and making sure that he's doing things to help his team show how to make things happen. So we've got to make sure we give the team the right training to be able to develop. We've got to give them the right support. We've got to give them that right chance to, to know where they're making mistakes. I did a podcast recently on, on, on making sure that you train and do training effectively in sales. And this is really critical. If you're a great leader, great leaders don't tell people what they do. They show them. They show them how it can be done. They get on the phone. They get on the front foot. They go to the meetings. They take ownership and accountability. And then they bring that back to the team with documentation and materials on how to, to get those results consistently. So look, those are my simple, simple ideas on, um, on, on how to build a sales team that scales. It's an area that I focus on in most of my business work now. I help organizations scale and grow. It's an area I love. People want to grow. They want to take it to the next level. They want to build their businesses and achieve great things. And if, it is an incredible thing when it happens. When you see those teams develop and grow, uh, amazing things happen. But I guarantee you is if you try to kludge it or if you try and take shortcuts on it, you'll create an absolute Frankenstein mess that will create more problems down the line, especially when you start then having to change things. You know, commission plans is another element around successful sales teams and putting plans in place for bonuses and structures. You get that wrong and then start to adjust people's commission plans afterwards. It gets a mess. People start to get offended and annoyed and then they start to leave and then you've got this whole uh, crappy scenario from there. So I really, really encourage you to think about putting that framework in place. If you're on the path to growth, or if you work for a company that wants to grow, then just take some time to say, right, how can we build this sales structure that can get us where we want to be? So that's it for that uh, element on the podcast. My final um, an inspirational story. I have said before, I'm struggling for inspirational stories. So I'm going to put it out there. If you're an inspirational story of someone that's done an incredible thing, please let me know because I want to share your story on the podcast. I want to share brilliant stories of people. Um, I'm not sure if I've used him before, but I don't think I have in this case. A guy called Jack Fleckney. Um, who is the world champion. I looked at doing a challenge on the ski erg machine. He broke the world record for the ski erg machine. He did it for nearly 23 hours, 50 minutes, over three, nearly 300,000 meters. Um, he's an ex-Marine. He does challenges all day long. Um, he recently just rode the Atlantic as well. Just an incredible inspirational story. Search about Jack Fleckney. He certainly inspires me and I hope he's going to inspire you to do whatever you want to do to achieve the things in your life that mean something to you. Let's use inspiration for people like Jack or other stories that we've got. And if you've got a story, let me know who they are. I'd love to know that. But let's use the stories to inspire us all to achieve bigger and greater things. Thanks for listening. So appreciate it. I really appreciate you giving me your ears and your eyes if you're watching on our YouTube channel. But I'll see you next week for another episode. Take care. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. If you have, please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us ensure more people can get the insights and ideas they need to get incredible sales results. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode.